Welcome to the Alliance Sacred Alchemy podcast. I'm Raspreet Sagu, and I teach you how to manifest in a way that actually works for you and leads you to your soul's path and purpose by creating your own customized manifesting framework without the believe it and achieve it or think positive and vibe high mindset stuff that doesn't really take into account your lived experiences. If you're a conscious creator and ready to live your wildest dreams instead of just fantasizing about them or trying to manifest them, then listen on as I bring spiritual principles to life through grounded experiences and real life situations so you can be in a state of receiving and courageously manifest in and on purpose. Hello and welcome, Divine Soul. Have I got a corker of an episode lined up for you today, all about overcoming self-doubt and pessimism as it relates to manifesting. Because these are things that can often come up. I don't know if you can relate to this, but I know that I work with a lot of people and a lot of the stuff that we usually end up working on is the self-doubt and the downward spiral of pessimism, despondency and cynicism that starts to set in after a while when you're not seeing the results that you were hoping to see. So in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you how and why doubt and pessimism can creep up in the first place and what to do to overcome it. I will also be talking about the unintentional spiritual gaslighting that we can use against ourselves with the tools that we've been given, with the healing tools, with the self-coaching mechanisms that we have set in place to perpetuate this downward spiral of doubt, cynicism and despondency. And I'm going to also show you how you can start breaking this cycle down for yourself. I will also be touching upon the importance of your nervous system and emotional regulation. This is something I teach a lot about in my Translate community and just generally with clients when I'm working with them. It's something quite big. It's a big part, I believe, of your manifesting framework or should be rather. Um, So I want to talk to you a little bit about that. And finally, I'm going to walk you through a little exercise that I use when I'm feeling a little despondent and need to reconnect to the energy of my desires because I've cycled downwards into, oh, is this ever going to happen? Oh my gosh, maybe I'm just dreaming too big. Maybe I'm being unrealistic. Maybe it's just not meant for me. So if you've ever found yourself thinking these kind of thoughts, then listen on, you're going to love this episode and this exercise that I want to take you through. And I'm going to be doing something that I haven't done in the podcast yet, but I just want to create some ease and honor the fact that we all have different ways of learning and absorbing information. Again, this is another thing that we focus on in Translate about honoring your individual style of soaking in information. So in honor of that, you can either just listen to the whole thing, and I'm going to be sharing this right at the end, so you want to listen on to the end of this podcast episode, and listen to the whole thing. You can pause in between and allow the awareness to flood into your mind, 
Or maybe you'd prefer to listen to the whole thing, then come back to it when you have a little bit of time and space. I do recommend that you take some time and space and create some distraction-free time and space for you to be able to do this exercise. So if it's not safe for you to do so, if you're driving or operating heavy machinery, then maybe you want to do this when you can focus. And a third option is that I'm going to make it available as a PDF so you can receive it directly into your inbox. If you're more of a visual person, you have it there in writing and then you can journal and do your thing, whatever that is for you. So that's all to be packed into this action-packed episode today. And with that, I want to just get straight into it. So often I'll have clients that come to me feeling despondent defeated and on the verge of giving up hope that their dreams will ever manifest. Maybe you found yourself in this position too. I know I have along my journey. There's been plenty of times where I found myself in that position, you know, where it feels like you've done so much of the work, the inner work, as well as taking the inspired physical action towards your goals, but nothing seems to be working. And that desire you dream about, it still remains a fantasy that just lives in your head rather than the reality that you get to experience IRL in real life. And it's so easy to slip back into that doubt and that despair when you're in this space. You know, will this ever happen for me? Maybe it's just not meant for me. Maybe I just need one more thing, another coach, another belief that I need to change, another modality, maybe that one thing that I've missed, that if I can just access, might just change things. And maybe you go from one thing to another, searching for whatever that thing is. And after a few cycles of doing this, you start to feel dejected. This is usually the point where you start talking yourself out of your OG vision, that you had the original vision, that you began with, and you begin to compromise on it. Like, you know, things like, maybe I don't need the 10k months. Maybe just a consistent 5k a month would be nice. Maybe I don't need all these qualities in my dream relationship. I mean, so what if the guy doesn't have all the qualities that make me swoon? I can settle for the fact that he's a nice guy. But deep down, You don't just want the 5k months, the consistent 5k months. You are still deep, deep down underneath all that despair and that despondency and that hopelessness and helplessness that you're feeling. You're still connected to the desire of the 10k months or the 20k or whatever that figure is for you or whatever that desire is for you, right? Just insert whatever that is for you. And deep down, if you're truly honest with yourself, You don't want that guy that's just vanilla and nice. You want the attraction, the excitement, that buzzy feeling, the butterflies in your stomach when you see his name pop up on your screen when he calls or texts you, you know? But you compromise because your mind talks you out of what you really want. And not that I'm saying that these things aren't enough, that a guy who's vanilla and nice isn't enough, that the 5k months isn't enough. If that's the thing that lights you up, enlivens your spirit and makes you feel elated, then go for it. But if that thing is a compromised version 
of what your original desire is. That's what I'm talking about here. All right. Where you begin to settle, you start tolerating, you just get by because it's life, right? It's just the way the cookie crumbles. And then, as if compromising on your original desire wasn't enough, you start to gaslight yourself. I should be grateful for what I already have. There are so many people far worse off than me. I know. I list 10 things that I'm grateful for in this moment so I can totally bypass the fact that I'm feeling shit and I feel like a giant failure. I feel like I'm not good enough. And that makes me sad. It makes me feel worthless. I have shame about it. I have guilt about it. I feel lonely. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to whack on a giant plaster over this gushing wound by doing the inner work and releasing all my negative thoughts and emotions so I can vibe high because I've done my gratitude journal. And then I can hope for the best. And if you've done that or if you are doing that, I'm in no way judging you because that was me once upon a time. I'm very familiar with that person. I can speak about this with such confidence and I guess arrogance even because I've been there. I've done that. I've bought the t-shirt and thankfully I got over the other side and that's what I want to share with you today. And I still have my moments, even though I've got to my breakthrough, there are still moments in my life, in my journey, where I have little wobbles. And that's okay, it's natural, we're human. We are allowed to be human and magical at the same time. And this is exactly why I want to share what I want to share in this episode today. I want to give you a few things that I do and that I teach my clients to do so that they can overcome that downward spiral. So you can nip it in the bud when you start recognizing it's coming. You know, all that despondency, the doubt, the pessimism, the cynicism, which all push you to the verge of giving up on what you truly desire. And sometimes they tip you over the edge so that you do give up on what underneath it all is the thing that enlivens your spirit and you truly are connected to. You know, that thing, and I want you to feel into this, that desire that gives you those energetic goosebumps or even physical goosebumps. Whenever you think of actualizing it, whenever you think of, oh wow, my life would be like this if I had that thing, if I had that soulmate, if I had this amount of money, if I had that job, if I had these clients, like insert whatever that is for you, right? So the first thing I'm going to invite you to do is to think about a desire that you have that you feel you're at that point, that tipping point of questioning whether is it really possible for me? Maybe you've been trying it for a while. Maybe you've been manifesting it for a while and it's just not happening. Or you have manifested little bits and pieces, but you can't sustain it. Like wherever you have that desire where you're still connected to it, but now you're starting to question, the doubt is starting to creep in of whether it's really possible for you. Think of that one thing. And even though you may have doubts about that thing, it's something you're deeply still connected to beneath all of the doubts and you would still love to experience in your life. If someone had a magic wand right now, and said, I could magic away all your doubts and magic you that thing that you desire. Like, what is that for you? 
And keep that in mind throughout this episode because as I go through everything that I want to chat about today, my intention is that something huge will have shifted for you with that thing by the end of this episode. And you can then reconnect back to that amazing, bubbly, effervescent energy that led you to even want that thing in the first place. Because as you reconnect to that buzz, that excitement, that creative life force energy that you once had with your desire and start to amplify that, you start to live your life and operate from that energy and you start to look at ways that you can further embody it, embody it on a deeper level, even before you actualize that desire, then actualizing that desire becomes inevitable. There's no way it cannot materialize for you. And when you start operating from that energy and taking action from that space, you'll see creative solutions to navigate all the challenges you have surrounding manifesting that thing into your life. You'll notice things that you didn't notice before because There are going to be challenges, okay? I'm not promising you that once you have this handled, you'll never have doubt again or you'll never go down into a downward spiral or anything. That's not what I'm saying. That may happen, but what you will notice is things that you didn't notice before. You'll become aware of things that were just in the background. You didn't really pay attention to them. You'll see creative solutions popping up that you didn't see before. Your physical body will start to shift so that it's supporting you to call in that desire. It will be an all-encompassing, umbrella, holistic way of approaching manifesting. And this is what I do in my Translate community, where I teach people how to look at their manifesting framework, dissect it all, and then build it So for those of you who don't know, let me just explain what I mean when I'm talking about manifesting framework. It's essentially the way that you are uniquely designed to create, all right? So what I'm teaching in Translate is how to come at manifesting from all angles. So you're not leaving anything to chance. So you're using the support of the universal laws of attraction and laws of manifesting, because there's so many laws that govern manifesting, but you're not leaving things to chance. You're intentionally setting yourself up for success. All right. And success, I just as a disclaimer, may not look like what you think it is from your mind, right? It may not be what you believe success to be. And a good chunk of work that we do also in that Translate community is redefining what success is. Because what success is to you, you may be surprised, doesn't marry up with what you think success is. All right. We've had so much conditioning. We've had so much cultural imprinting that tells us what success looks like and actually for our souls for what we're here for for our life's purpose in this lifetime right now success could mean very very different things than what society has led us to believe that success is so we look at manifesting in a holistic approach we zoom out And then we zoom into whatever is appropriate for that season of your life, right? And this is important in your manifesting journey because 
as you're taking into account all of these things, you send out signals in all walks of your life to attract what it is that you wish to experience. You're attracting the resources you may need to make that thing happen, the money it takes to make that thing happen, the teachers, the coaches, the job, the clients, the partners, the relationships that you may need to foster or collaborate with to make your bigger vision happen, the therapists or the doctors or the healers that can help you to get to the best version of your physical, mental, spiritual health to support you in having that experience. Like all of these things start to show up, all of it. And that's what I mean about you being able to navigate the unexpected plot twists and the challenges that get thrown in your way because that's just life on this planet Earth at this interesting time that we live in, right? It's all part of the process. And so when you get into this space, you're going to be able to deal with that stuff, okay? And not get derailed from your path your path of creating your desire as well as your life's purpose, your soul's path that you're here to fulfill in this lifetime. But doing all of this requires more than just doing the mindset work, just doing the breath work, the healing, the self-coaching, whatever it is. It requires you to go deep and anchor into your own manifesting style and framework because that's going to be different for each individual. It requires you to customize that framework to you, specifically, intentionally design it so it works for your brain, it works for your lived experiences and challenges that you faced or are facing in life, it works for your energetic signature and circuitry, and what I call the creative blueprint, which is the way that you're wired to succeed and express your creativity. Whether that creativity is through intentional manifesting and calling in your big visions into physical reality or channeling that energy into your preferred art form. And by art form, I don't just mean painting and drawing and stuff like that that's considered art or artistic. It could be singing. It could be gardening, it could be dancing or baking, it could be cooking or cleaning. Like whatever that thing is, whatever that activity is, where you get to generate more of your creative energy, which you can then harness and use towards your manifesting practice, which you can then harness to bring more beauty, more joy, more love, more fulfillment, more abundance, deeper satisfaction more connection, more happiness and bliss and all these amazing things into your own life and into the lives of others. And that is what I teach on Translate. Translate's actually a program, if I break it down, designed to reconnect you to all aspects of you, all different identities that you've had in the past and that you want to grow into and that you are stepping into currently and how to anchor that magical, all-knowing, wise, sage self, your soul self, your higher self into the physical human reality and use the best of both aspects of you to change anything in your life and have everything 
that you desire. So today, I will share with you some of the most groundbreaking things that I facilitate my clients with. Of course, disclaimer, you do have to go and actually implement what I'm teaching and sharing with you and set that energy and intention into motion for it to actually work. Let's get into it by starting with why pessimism, doubt, cynicism, all of the things actually set in in the first place. Now, this might sound counterintuitive, but there is value in that pessimism and that self-doubt in being a non-believer and questioning whether manifesting really works or more commonly, if it really works for you. Now, I'm willing to bet you'll probably have been met with people who love to rain on your parade. And if you're radically honest, maybe you've been that person. If not for someone else, then probably yourself at some point. You know, the person who has a problem for every solution, a reason for why your dreams are too unrealistic or too far-fetched, and just general disdain and cynicism for what you are visioning for your life. I mean, not everyone would be able to relate to that. Maybe you're one of the very rare and very lucky breed that has never experienced people like this in your life, in which case this episode will be completely irrelevant to you, so you can go ahead and skip it. But if, like most of the people that I've encountered, you deal with the negative Nellies and find that when you're around them, You kind of get sucked into this downward spiral of questioning what's possible, if it's possible, or you need to lower your expectations, or just generally that thud energy, that heaviness, that womp, womp, womp energy of the pessimism and the impossibility at the thought of your bigger vision, then listen on. Because that downward spiral within you gets activated if you already have some of that doubt and pessimism within. It's merely being amplified by the negative Nellies that are around you. So let's just dissect this a little bit and talk about the value of this and why it happens. And I know it sounds really ridiculous that there's going to be value in pessimism, but your brain and your whole being is too smart to hold on to stuff that doesn't serve it. There is a payoff for being this way. Even though it sounds ridiculous that something negative has a positive gain, your mind is a master at making up stories to keep you safe. And the narrative that your mind spills out is always some convoluted scheme to keep you safe. People go into the pessimism cloud because it's hard to believe that something good can happen especially if you haven't had much good happen in your life. It can be hard to pin your hopes on dreams that you have failed at manifesting repeatedly. It's easier not to trust the fact that you are a powerful creator and you can change anything in your life because the pain of being let down and failing over and over and over again, it can be a lot after a while. It's like when you've been cheated on or betrayed in a relationship where you once held the person high on a pedestal. You know, you thought they were the best thing since sliced bread and then they hurt you, they betrayed you, they lied to you. 
And so every relationship that comes after a big letdown like that is usually met with, I can't trust this person fully, or I can't trust people in general fully, or I can't trust myself because I'm clearly a crappy judge of character. And so there's this narrative that goes on in the back of your mind and it could be an unconscious thing and maybe you're conscious of it but it's like this thing going when is this person going to let me down right and in that example it becomes easier to build a barrier and block the progression of a relationship or sabotage it unwittingly or wittingly so it ends before you get hurt right How many of you have had that friend or someone that you know, maybe it's been you, that deliberately will pick fights or will rock the boat in an otherwise steady and stable relationship just because they're so afraid of the rejection of being hurt that they create that drama so they can be the first ones to say, oh, see, I can't make this work and now I'm going to get out of this relationship, right? It's kind of the same thing with manifesting. Manifesting requires you to have a relationship with the universe and with the consciousness of your desires. That's right. I said the consciousness of your desires because I fully believe that your desires have a consciousness. They have a spirit. They want to be manifested into this reality just as much as you want them. And I firmly believe that these little energies, they come along and they tap us on the shoulder and nudge us because they see within us the potential we have to bring them into physical form in this reality. And you might call me crazy, but I also believe that your desires have a purpose, just like you do. The difference is that they don't have a body, a physical vehicle to use so that they can fulfill the purpose physically like humans can. So they look for the right partner. They look for a person who is well-equipped, not just to manifest them, but also to support them to fulfill their purpose on this planet at this time. And that is why I always say, if you are still deeply connected to having something in your life, And even though you've tried and you failed at manifesting it before, but you still have a connection to it, there is a reason for that. There is a consciousness that is excited to partner with you. It has literally chosen you out of the 7.8 billion people on this planet to be the human that helps it to materialize into physical form. But here's the difference between us and these consciousnesses. They don't take it personally when their human says, no, I don't want to be the one to manifest you. They don't get hurt or feel rejected or make up stories about how they're not good enough because this particular human wasn't ready or wasn't willing at that point in their life to call them in. No. They simply go elsewhere to another human who is also fully equipped to bring them into physical form. And they keep going until they find the one who is ready and willing and who does wish to partner with them and co-create magic 
that neither party could create on their own. That's the magical part, but I digress. The point of this episode is to talk about overcoming the negative spiral that it's so easy to fall into. So let's get back on track with that. People fall into not believing in themselves, doubting themselves, doubting their own ability to create magical things in their life, doubting whether they're worthy, questioning their ability to outcreate whatever challenges they're faced with because it hurts too much to want something bigger and better. There's more potential to be hurt, to be let down and to feel that sense of, oh, here's just another thing to add to my list that I failed at. It's harder to want something better for yourself because of the emotional investment that you have to put in before you get to cash in and receive the return on that investment. If you've experienced a lot of drama and trauma in your life, it can feel like you're emotionally spent. So as a protective and self-preservation measure, it's easier to just not believe that it's possible. So in a twisted way, it's easier to put up the barriers and block yourself from receiving that thing to protect yourself from getting hurt again or being let down or being disappointed when it doesn't happen in the way that you'd imagined or expected or hoped it would. It's easier, right? That's why there are so few people that dream big and there are so few people who follow through with their dreams and there are so many that give up. So if you're one of those people who just relentlessly keeps on trying even though you've failed, acknowledge just how brave you are. Acknowledge how much courage that takes because it's actually easier to just give up. It's actually harder emotionally to dream big and keep going even when you can't see any tangible signs that it's working. It's easier to just give up, to lose hope and to fall into that rabbit hole of, oh, never mind, it will never happen for me anyway, so why even bother? What's the point of even trying? But here's the thing. If you keep on shutting down each time you experience a perceived failure, I say perceived because that failure, in quotes, is only deemed a failure when you measure things by society's standards or by the definition of what success is from somebody else. If you use your soul as a measuring stick instead, there are no failures. And this is why I feel like it's so important to spend time redefining what success means to you. And we're going to be touching upon this in the exercise that I have lined up for you today. But that's just like a little sliver. There is so much to this. There are so many things that influence what we perceive success to be and what we perceive our failures to be. And that's the much deeper work that if you're interested in doing, that if you're ready for, that if you are holding your hand up to say yes to revolting against the standardized practices of manifesting, 
then I invite you into Translate. You are going to love it because this is the kind of stuff we do in there. But if you keep shutting down and closing yourself off each time you experience this perceived failure, then guess what? You deny yourself the chance to learn to regulate the emotional wave, to soothe and regulate your nervous system. These are all things that you get to learn how to do the theory of it and how to put it into practice, how to implement it. Because I don't believe that you can maintain a high vibe or a positive mindset if you don't get this bit handled. Also, I don't believe that you need to always be vibing high or being positive or thinking positive or being in a positive emotional state in order to manifest. In fact, I know from personal experiences and also through witnessing my clients' journeys with what they are manifesting that you can totally be in your human messiness and still be a rock star manifester. I've seen it happen time and time and time again. So why is your nervous system and emotional regulation so important? So important, actually, that I dedicated an entire community to teach people how to do that. Because that, the emotional regulation, the nervous system regulation, the building and cultivating the safety within, within ourselves, it's not the responsibility of somebody else to hold safe space for you. There may be people who can and are able to do that and are willing to do that and will do that. But not everyone's going to want to do that for you. Not everyone knows how to hold safe space. So if you don't know how to create that internal safety, then good luck. Right? If you don't know how to create the safety to let those barriers down, so that you can receive your desires, you're going to be in the constant motion of actively manifesting them. And there's a time and a place for the active bit of manifestation versus the leaning back, lowering the barriers and allowing yourself to now receive the fruits of your labor. And that is a distinction that you get to know when you connect to your own manifesting style and framework when you get to understand how you operate within the confines of your energetic signature, which are all the things that we talk about in Translate. I'm going to keep saying that because I think that Translate is amazing. It's a brilliant program and I wish that I had something like this. I wish that I had someone teaching me and showing me and templating for me the things that we get to do in Translate. And that's the reason why I have this open. And at the time of this recording, it's open now, the doors are open. Depending on when you're listening to it, you can always join by clicking the link in the show notes, which I'll share. And I'd love to see you there if this all feels aligned for you. But back to the importance of nervous system and emotional regulation, because these things are what is required for embodied manifesting. The clues in the word, people, embodied literally has the word body in it. The mainstream manifesting teachings largely focus on the mind and the energetics and they glaze over the actual body. The body is the vehicle through which those consciousnesses of your desires get to be birthed. 
Whether you're a man or a woman, whether you identify as being feminine or masculine, right? We all get to birth these consciousnesses of our desires through our bodies. That's how those consciousnesses can be transformed from the energetic into their physical form, right? And it's done through a human being. Also, whatever you're manifesting is for the body. It's not for your soul. Your soul doesn't need anything in physical form. It's your body that does. When you leave the body out of the equation, it's like trying to pour hot tea out of a chocolate pot. It's absurd. It gets messy. And it creates a mess that you then have to clean up. Oh, and then you don't get to enjoy the tea or the chocolate. So why would you do it, right? And if you're still listening, then I'm guessing you want to know how to overcome the doubt and the pessimism, right? I'm going to walk you through that little exercise that I promised at the beginning that I personally use when I'm feeling a little bit disconnected, despondent, feeling that energy of despair and hopelessness. And I just need to reconnect back to the energy of my desires. So like I said before, you can either just listen to the whole thing and then pause in between to allow your awarenesses to flood your mind. Or you can listen to it all, then come back to it when you have some time and space. Or option number three, I will be making this available as a PDF that you can receive directly into your inbox. So if you're more of a visual person, you can have it in writing and then you can journal or do your thing, whatever you wish, whatever floats your boat, okay? I'll drop the link to get that into your inbox in the show notes. So how do you overcome all the doubt and the pessimism and the cynicism and the, and the, and the whatever it is, right? Well, in a sentence, it's to reconnect to the energy of your desire. Remember that excitement you had as a little kid when you'd look forward to being all grown up because you envisioned a certain type of life that you'd be living? Remember how that would make you feel when you actually looked forward to each birthday, the excitement of getting older, because that meant it was a step closer to you being a grown up and doing all these grown up things that you wanted to do? Remember that? That's the energy that I'm inviting you to connect back with in relation to your desire. So I'm going to ask you like a series of questions. I'm going to take you through a little thing. And this is where if it's safe for you to do so, that you can just immerse yourself in this process. Give yourself some deep thought, contemplation time, thinking, reflection time and see what awarenesses want to surface for you at this time. And this is an exercise that you can come back to over and over again, because each time you do, you may unlock a different layer of something. So don't just think this is a one and done. You just do it the one time and then you have all your amazing breakthroughs and awarenesses. You keep coming back to it. You keep digging into deeper and deeper, deeper layers and reconnecting to a deeper and deeper and deeper level of your connection to that desire. So bring your desire into your mind. Just connect with it. Remember that excitement energy of when you were a kid and you were getting excited because you were visioning yourself. And maybe it wasn't a desire that you had as a child. Maybe it was a desire that your younger self had. So whatever that is, connect back to that excitement. 
what was that excitement for you in relation to this particular desire? When did you first connect to the idea of that desire? Let's do some time hopping. If you're willing and able, then take yourself back to the time when you first decided you wanted this thing. How old were you? What was going on in your life back then? What sparked the desire in the first place? Allow yourself to recall the most exciting part of having that desire. What was the most inspiring thing about that desire for you? How and why were you inspired by that desire? What do you get when you have that desire? When you're living it out in your reality? What do you gain from having that in your life? What can you do when that thing manifests into your reality that you can't do right now? How does having that desire make you feel? Pay attention to your body. Notice any physical sensations. Where do you feel them? How do they feel? Immerse yourself in the experience of that desire. Now imagine yourself living out that experience. Your future version who already has it, who is living that reality who has already manifested it and is now enjoying living out that fantasy that once lived in your head. And as you connect to that version of yourself, what emotions come up for you now? How has manifesting that made you feel about yourself? What are you most proud of in successfully bringing that thing into your reality? What qualities or behaviours do you most admire about that future version of yourself that managed to get it, that manifested that desire? And what piece of advice would that version of you, your future self, give to the younger version of you in regards to manifesting that particular desire? Become aware of all the things. Immerse yourself in the experience. Immerse yourself in the wisdom of that future self. Allow yourself to reconnect to the energy behind your desire. The payoff from having that in your life. How does that elevate your life? And so these are just some of the prompts that I use and that I encourage my clients to use 
when they feel a little bit disconnected or they're going into that energy of doubting whether it's possible or they just feel like the momentum towards having that desire has diminished or it's flatlined and they just need to resuscitate it. So this is the exercise that I personally use and I feel like it's brilliant to reconnect you to that energy and to get that buzz going again. That's all I have for you today, folks. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode and that it's activated something big within you towards manifesting and actualizing that dream that lives in your head. If it did, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram and send me a DM over on there or leave a comment in the podcast. And for those of you who are ready to receive more high quality support like this, and some deeper support with all of what we've talked about today, I'd love to see you in the Translate community. I'm shaking things up in Translate. So at the time of this recording, Translate Now is going to include monthly individual laser coaching. I'm so excited about this. So not only do you get the group support, you also get personalized private support outside of the group for those things that you don't really want to share with everyone else, but you just want a little bit of laser coaching outside of a group setting. And of course, there's a wealth of training, resources, tools, and expert calls that are already in the vault for all active members. The link's in the show notes if you'd like to register. As soon as you've registered, you can get started. So if that feels aligned to you, get started right away. I'd love to see you inside. That's all for now. Happy creating! If you'd like a regular dose of magic and tips on how to create alignment in your energy through embodied wisdom and using spiritual laws and mindset work to make the intangible energetic shifts and translate them into tangible shifts in a way that supports how you're uniquely wired to manifest, get onto my email community. You can sign up to receive my free Creative Blueprint Shadows Guide on how to identify shadows that can negatively impact your desires from showing up and how to alchemize them into gifts so you can leverage them and use them to manifest more effectively. It's been known to activate deep healing and understanding and many people have uncovered and released deep blocks that have helped them to actualize some of their most heartfelt desires that they'd nearly given up on. The link's in the show notes if this is calling to you. Until next time, happy creating.